Today, I'm joined by Matt and Ella from Squid Loyalty. Welcome to the run of things, lads. How are you keeping? Very good. Very good. Thanks a million for having us on. Good, yeah, good. You're, thanks for having us. You were just telling me you're all separate in different locations now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm over in London at the minute. We're trying to expand our way out over here. Um, and Ella, you're... I'm based back in Dublin, unfortunately. I wish I could be out, out in London with Matthew, roaming streets, <laughs> but not... <laughs> Hopefully not too far away. So give us uh, give us an introduction of what Squid actually is. Sure. Yeah. So Squid is a, a digital loyalty platform. Um, so the idea basically is that we take loyalty cards from any participating business and we put them all into the one app. So it's a fairly simple idea. Basically, it's just that all your loyalty cards are in one place. Um, and what we're aiming to do is to kind of add... Um, a whole range of different features and new functionality for small businesses that they didn't have access to before at a at a low price. I, I, um, you said it there, that was fairly kind of a, a simple idea. And I think, look, I came across the, um, I don't know, it's probably 12 months ago or a little bit more now, probably. Um, well, I was working with a previous company called O'Flynn's and, and Ella popped down. I was up in the office and I got, a, I got a phone call saying, there's someone down here wanting to speak to a manager. I came down. What I even loved, that day when I met you was you didn't oversell it. You didn't come in with a big briefcase full of things to show me and, you know, telling me this is the best thing in the world and your, your life is going to be so much easier with it. You know, it was very simplistic. You had passion for what you did. And I think that's what came across on the very first day that I met you, you know, that I, I thought this, this is definitely something going somewhere if you keep that drive. So is that, is that, was that kind of a conscious thing you done at the start to kind of just make sure, you know, to kind of just spread out in a couple of local businesses? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I remember you actually saying this to us at the time. I think it was um, maybe November, December 2019 that we met you. Um, and I do remember you saying, like, love the product, love the simplicity side of it. Don't run away with all these different features. Focus on what you're doing. Um, and yeah, I think Matthew can uh, jump in on this. But I think their idea with launching the product with the, the idea, first of all, and then develop features later on was always... Uh, the intention yeah exactly as, as you were saying before you know we 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 know it's a pretty simple product like we're not we're not doing anything particularly clever here by by putting all the loyalty cards in the one place and that that's the main function that we're trying to stay on but at the same time what we've definitely learned um by you know getting the chance to talk to to people like you is more about what makes people loyal to a business and, um, you know, we certainly found that there's a lot more to it than just the card. So it's about like, we're trying to work in different ways of, um, you know, it's, it's, we've certainly found that it's more to do with kind of like the brand, the people behind the business, um, their products, their story, et cetera. So trying to capture that in some ways and being able to have that on the, on the app so that somebody can find out more about the business as well as engaging with their loyalty scheme. And, and tell us, go back to the start then, where did actually the initial idea come from, Matt? It was yourself, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, so it was myself and, um, and Katie. So uh, what happened initially was that we, we met in um, college back before. Um, and so we were working on this um, 
we basically what happened was that we we were both given the scholarship thing and i was told that you have to get a you had to get a first to maintain it i thought there was no hope of me doing this but somebody told me about <laughs> katie uh and said she was a genius so i i pretty much went over found katie and then she carried me the whole way through college basically just your clever clever man clever man <laughs> no no the complete as i was saying i just i just i literally found katie um, but anyway, so at that stage, we 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 learned to kind of work together through college, um, and then we ended up doing the same uh, exchange together as well. Um, and so we we did an exchange to Berkeley in California, and um, when we were over there, it was a lot of like you know Silicon Valley, it's all that kind of thing, and like there's so much innovation and all that sort of stuff going on, um, and like there was just loads of stuff that we'd never seen before. But we had been talking a good bit before about like, wouldn't it be good to start start something? And we'd had this idea of like uh, putting all your loyalty cards in the one place. Um, but we were it was when we were over there, really, I think that the idea kind of, you know, really cemented with us that like we were just su really surprised that there was no platform for hosting loyalty cards when we were over there, um, despite everything else that was going on. So when we came back, we came back from there. Um, we did a master's in Trinity. We both did the same master's again. Um, and then after that, we decided that we'd, we'd just go for it, basically. Um, so, again, the, the problem, I suppose, more was that we, well, we, we did it straight out of college, so we had absolutely no experience. We had no kind of, you know, real-life world experience at all. Um, we were lucky enough that we had quite a few mentors and stuff um, who gave us a bit of guidance as to what, how we should go about starting. Um, but what we focused on more was the sort of the market research and trying to get a few pre-sales. And then Katie again knew two guys from, uh, she'd done an internship in Microsoft and she knew two guys in there um, who helped us basically develop a prototype. But again, the issue was that we were trying to just put all your loyalty cards in the one place. But then as soon as we got talking to different businesses, it started changing an awful lot, like, you know, in terms of what the feedback they were giving as to what they wanted, different feedback that users were given, um, it started changing things quite a bit. So we had to go back and iterate on our designs and stuff um, before we could launch it. So that took us the guts of eight months or so to get it to, get it to a stage where we were happy to launch it. And then we launched with um, 10 businesses on the platform. Um, at that stage, we had Ella involved, and thank God for that, because the <laughs> stage was all about getting sales. So, um, yeah, Ella's, Ella's sort of our sales mastermind. And then from there, I mean, it was, it, was in the very, it was in the very early weeks of it that we met. It was November, um, and we'd launched in late October. Um, so we were, we were only weeks up and running, I think, at that stage, by the time that we met you down in Cork. Um, so, so that was kind of the original stage of what it went. But then, yeah, since then, it's been an awful lot of just keeping on going back and trying to add bits and, you know, based on feedback that people are giving. And, and you mentioned there about, um, you know, you kind of had mentors and people guiding you along the way. For anyone else that's, you know, I always talk about people, you know, starting out in businesses and stuff like that. How, how important was that for you at the time to kind of surround yourself with the right people? A massive, like, yeah, it's, it's the case that you don't know what you don't know if, if, if you know what I mean when you're starting off so like we both came out of an engineering background and the first thing that hit me anyway like a ton of bricks is um, like thinking I think a lot of people who've done something like engineer, engineering think that if you build something people would just buy it 
or they'll they'll start adopting it and using it and then all of a sudden you know you start realizing jesus sales marketing that's really king if you know what i mean that's that's what's going to ship this um and if if you don't have that it's just a project sitting on someone's computer um and so like that's why i was saying you know it, it wouldn't it never would have occurred to me to go out and start getting people to like pre-sign up to it um or to get the feedback in the first place we kind of thought we knew what we had to build um and so it was having people tell us you know no, you don't know what people want uh, you're going to have to ask them what they want and not in a kind of a leading way either you know what i mean sincerely just find out what they actually do want and start building a solution to their problems rather than trying to build something that you want to build um and then you know things like funding and setting up a business and structuring a business and who the you bore, the, bore, the boring stuff is it <laughs> again just the sort of stuff that like um like legal was a big thing that we we went yeah. at straight away from from the start um these guys again were sort of saying like don't get yourselves into a position where you're not able to raise funding or you're not able to do x y and z because you've got some dodgy legal structure in place yeah. um, so again not really the type of thing that i was thinking off the off the block so we went out and we got we got accepted on this program with um, a company called McCann Fitzgerald. Um, so they've been looking after all our kind of our legal work um, since the beginning, really. Uh, and that's been huge for us because it just it just means that we're saying we're, we, you know, we feel watertight and everything from, you know, GDPR. to just takes, how, just takes that kind of ease off your mind, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um but yeah, so I mean, it definitely, it, it like, I don't, I definitely don't think we, <laughs> I would have got it up and going in the first place if it hadn't been for people kind of pointing out, this is what you, this is what you need to do next. Mm. And Ella, so you mentioned there about the kind of getting the 10 businesses to start out. Ella, how hard was it actually to, I suppose, convince initial businesses to, to actually take this on to something that, you know, like it's, it's unknown, I suppose, like walking into me, I never heard of it before. So how, how, how important was it to get those initial businesses? super important I suppose getting those initial businesses were like it that was the, the proof point that our product could take off and continue continue on um I was when I initially started with um squid still working full-time in another job I was nursing um so I would literally go door to door um I'd pick an area and I'd just ask if there's anyone in there that I could chat to um and get their contact details, explain the product, demonstrate the product um, and get get them involved. We were offering a, a long kind of trial period at that time and just really getting people like on the platform and used to the platform and hopefully kind of retain them on as, as the, the trial went on and uh, swap them to paying customers eventually. Um, we, yeah, it was a lot of door to door um cold calling on places and getting getting emails contact numbers and following up um but everyone i met like there wasn't um like a bad interaction with people everyone was so pleasant very enthusiastic about hearing um right especially young people i i feel like i got a few looks being like what are you and your friends doing this and um yeah it was a it was a good experience but um tricky enough as well you know you have to kind of convince them that it wasn't just a little project you were um out you know trialing and testing it was something we were serious about and the features that we were um talking about that we were going to actually you know um develop them and come through on those those plans 
I think you make it kind of sound you make it sound very easy there. I was I was involved in the nap a few years ago, um, not too far away from what you were doing. It was more so um kind of a an offers app more so than a kind of a loyalty based app. So, yes. but like I done a lot of cold calling then as well, and I can tell you, you don't always get a nice cheery person on the other side. Like you know, you're kind of trying to pick the right moments, and so, so cold calling and and actually walking into a business and selling is not the easiest of things to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've only met pleasant people, but I do think that's probably something I took from nursing. You believe that, Matt, do you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. no. I've, I've come across a few on the opposite. Maybe Ella's just obviously better at it than I am. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he wasn't that nice. You'll go in next week, will you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, but no, I think nursing actually taught me a lot to, you know, how to deal with people and talk to people and um, you know you can really kind of sense if someone's in the mood to talk to you or not um, so kind of like feeding off that and saying listen if you're not free to chat today just pop your email down on a piece of paper and I'll, I'll throw you an email and come back in another day and um, yeah I think those kind of communication and interpersonal skills have definitely taken with me from my um, college years and, and first job. <laughs> yeah I, I think as well though just the fact that we like we were, we were very much um, working on the fly, and we were trying to adapt, you know, things to to what we were learning as we as we saw them. I think people did see that in some ways. So, so you know, they were they're probably more responsive to us in the beginning because they could see that we were, um, you know, we were sincerely trying to figure out what we were doing, and we weren't necessarily like we didn't have that much of a fixed um, plan in terms of how to sell. So, like the fact that none of us had done sales before. I think people did pick up on the fact that we were walking, you know, we were coming in telling them about this thing that we made. We, you know, because of what it could do, we sincerely thought that it would help their business. Um, and I think again, you know, the people slightly did pick up on that. And why, and why this app, like what, what was it, Matt, that, that made you feel like this is something that's needed out there? Well, there's two sides, I suppose. There's, you know, there's the, there's the app users and then there's the um, businesses that use it. And as I was saying, you know, initially we came at it very much from the side of the app users. So we were just thinking all about the, the fact that, you know, you get, if, if somebody asks you, do you want a loyalty card? Most of the time people are saying no, because they're, they're worried about losing it or they don't want to go through a sign-up flow and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, you just, you just end up with too many of them. So um, everyone wants to give you one, but like there's only so much space you have in your wallet or there's only so many apps you can have on your phone etc so you know from that point that was the first thing that we were trying to solve was to come up with a really fast um well first of all keep them all in the one place so that um can you can store them all in one place it is possible to have hundreds of them um second was the sign up so to sign up to squid you just sign up once and then to create uh, to get a new card in a new location you just tap your phone off a little um, the tag that we use so it's an it's an nfc which is like the same technology that's in your uh like tap payments so it works pretty much the same as like a, a tap enabled uh card you tap your phone off this little sticker and it'll just generate you a card for that new business um but then on the other side there was the businesses that as we're saying was kind of almost um something that we had to learn we had to learn an awful lot about uh and for them it was that it was kind of realizing that they don't really have many tools, especially for smaller businesses. They don't have many tools to interact with their customers. So they've got the in-person interaction, which is always the best. And that's kind of like what we're, 
what we're trying to what we've definitely realized that you want to incentivize the most from from a business's standpoint is if you can if the business owner or the people behind the till can build a personal relationship with the customer that's going to incentivize loyalty that's going to you know create a relationship that will that will endure um, but outside of that you know for a small business um, they've kind of got social media full stop and that's kind of how they're able to engage with their customers but that doesn't it's not very direct like you can't you can't isolate who you're talking to on that you can't guarantee whether they will hear or they won't hear you can't sort of thank them uh, specifically for for um, you know coming in and keeping the doors open basically um, and you, 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 with the traditional loyalty system, like with a stamp card or something like that, um, you have no idea how it's going. You know, you, you just you just hand out the loyalty card, and maybe they come back and they pick up another one because they've dropped it, or maybe they're they're you know getting great benefit out of it. But you have no way of you have no way of measuring that. You don't know who you've given the loyalty card to, and so what we what we tried to do is capture capture those things. So the first thing was engagement. So we knew that the more app users that we had on the platform, the better engagement uh, that a business would get out of it. So rather than individually handing out cards one by one, you're already in an ecosystem where there's tens of thousands of users who can see now that your business is on the platform. After that, then it was the analytics. So you're able to see, um, you're able to measure basically the return on investment um, and you can gain some operational info out of that as well. Um, you've got your profile. So this is kind of the branding side of things. You've got a profile which has pictures of your location. It's got opening hours. It's got directions to your business. Um, you can have a description, a backstory, you know, a bit about your product and links to social media and your website. Um, and then um, we've also just introduced a, a marketplace as well. So that's basically, we, we did that during COVID. So it's a, it's a space where businesses can list products that people can buy um, and um, it, it opens up a new revenue stream basically for a small business um, outside of ours or at least not on location. So what we try and do is, you know, we, we're at the minute we're just comparing it directly to a stamp card and what we found from talking to more businesses is that um, Squid typically comes in as cheaper than printing these but as we we're saying, it's just it's just the added fact that you can't, you can't can't do any of these things um it, it, you know even even now we're we we've got a uh, communications coming out so the ability to to send a message directly to um particular customers um and again this is just something that you you cannot do on social media i think what you kind of said there around the whole area of you know, using this and being having all that data at your hands, like, you know, to any marketer or any business owner, that that's invaluable to the more you know about your customers, the more, you know, you get to understand what their, their patterns are, their habits are, you know, that that's kind of invaluable to any business. So that that's definitely a plus. What you just mentioned there in terms of communication, like that's an even bigger bonus. The fact that you're able to target them, not just through social, but you're able to target them through this app. Like, you know, if you can get people using it, like, as you said, like what always drove me nuts was carrying around 10, 15 different loyalty cards you know and some of them are going to be in your pocket you're going to have one stamp on they're going to be in your wallet for 12 months you know because you made one random purchase and someone talked you into taking a loyalty card you know i just love that the fact that this was always on your phone and you know your phone's always on you you know taking away the whole you know yes the benefits of not having paper and you know the eco friendly side of things but 
I just thought that was fantastic for a customer point of view. But then, as you said, from the business point of view, there's so many benefits to this as well, from where it's the data, the communication, the targeted ads. I, I, I think I seen when, like, you know, uh, COVID hit, you kind of, um, you started selling gift vouchers for businesses. The, uh, LED, what, was that, was that a, a, a definite idea that you came up with um, because of COVID or was it something you were planning on all along? Yeah, so that was actually something that was always in, in the pipeline, but probably just got sped up due, due to COVID. We really wanted to kind of, we saw so many small businesses like closing their doors, not knowing when they were going to open again. And we really wanted to help them somehow with their revenue um, and gift vouchers at the time. Um, you know, they, they were quite popular with um, people trying to help their, their local business and stuff. So we, we went ahead and we built that feature. So it just allows... Uh, people to pre-purchase bundles of um, you know coffees for example and um, it's actually taken off now since COVID has happened people are finding you know it's quite easy to just like pre-purchase a load onto their phone and have them handy ready to use um, and gift them to their friends as well but um, yeah COVID definitely sped up that feature um, in terms of its development. So COVID hit you know we're fed up talking about it now at this stage but we kind of have to like realistically it 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 hit you directly like we've already heard like you know the type of businesses that you're working with it's all hospitality like you know and that's kind of what suffered a lot through COVID and and still is how did that how did that affect you and obviously in the very early days of this app which which wasn't ideal for you either um I suppose our sales definitely that first month um just completely drew to a halt um it was people with the unknown future um people were kind of willing to talk but not willing to to sign up to anything so we really had to kind of you know take things back and look at how we were gonna you know develop our product i suppose um into something that could still be used with covid and we really actually focused on um one of our selling points, the, the contactless um, side of it, you know, going forward, we don't know how the world is going to, to be in with, with this pandemic. So um, contactless transactions are the way forward. So we really kind of focused on that uh, when we were chatting to places. And um, once things started reopening, um, we actually saw, you know, an increase in our sales, um, naturally because places were reopening, but also, yeah, down to that contactless thing. And um, we were, obviously one of our marketing things is you know we're really trying to help small businesses as Matthew was saying earlier um you know increase their revenue I I think it's great that you didn't have to change your business model like contactless is kind of your part of your business model like you know so you didn't have to change it too much um have have you seen you know Matthew have you seen now businesses starting to take maybe a bit more of grasp of now that they're starting to open back up things are looking you know there's some sort of a, a light ahead I suppose you know that things are going to get better yeah, no, absolutely. It's definitely, I think, I think businesses are realizing, especially with travel restrictions, et cetera, the, the importance of loyalty. So, you know, it's, it's, um, it's definitely becoming more of a focus that like, if you want to keep your doors open um, at the minute, you know, there's, there's, there's hyper focus on your locality um, and trying to get people in, in that area to, to come back to the business. Um, but again, it kind of comes back to what tools do you have in order to do that? And because people aren't out and about in the same way that they, they used to be, uh, there's a lot more focus, I think, on all things digital. Um, and again, so, you know, this is, a, this is, um, this is something that, that businesses can adopt to help them 
progress both in terms of you know uh, as Ella was saying things like being able to buy and gift vouchers but also just in a way of trying to um, incentivize customers to come back and to kind of manage your existing customer pool um, but yeah no we've 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 um, taken on now a bit of funding and we've uh, just this month we've taken on uh, we're up to we, we used to just have Ella who was working on the sales and Ella's, Ella got us up to um, just just over two, 270, was it Ella? I think, uh, or so. so um, and now anyway, we've taken on a full-time team of um, four and we're hoping to get on about 100 places this month. So we're trying to accelerate the, the sales rate. We're at something like two, or sorry, I'd have to go back and check it again, but I think it's <laughs> three, three, five, is it? Or so, yeah. when when we have everyone up and running on it, but yeah, we're we're hoping we're hoping to do about hundred this this month, and then um, just kind of accelerate the sales rate. But yeah, focus on that. The the kind of the the there's simplicity in the message, I suppose. In yeah. in some senses, is that you know it is it is a trying time, and you need to focus on your customers, and you need to um, you need to start looking at ways and how you're going to do that. And Squid is one of them. I think that's fantastic. Like they're great numbers to get for 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 any start out app. Like you know, um, it's not an easy game to get into. Um, you know, an app, and, and it's not that it's a it's not a cheap game to get into. You know, you, inve- you mentioned investment there. Like you know, that's I would imagine that was a, a welcomed help to the team. Yeah, no, definitely, exactly. Um, we were again. This kind of goes back to the mentors, etc. So the way the way in which we had it structured, which in hindsight I'm you know very grateful for, is that they. They basically, they had means, uh, but what they said was, um, go and do this, and then we'll give you some money. And then no kind of proof point based, if you know what I mean. So it was basically prove that you can get a, get a product, then we'll give you some more money, then go and get some sales, then we'll get you some more money, get it international, we'll get you some more money. Um, so in that, you know, we've been, we've been building out a lot of proof points that it has uh, kind of made the business more... Um, more um you know investable i suppose for, but i think even year. if you look at them a lot of businesses they get you know lumped with investment from you know whatever grant they they've gone and gotten but they're going to get this wad of money and next thing it's gone a couple of months later like you know i actually like that model of it's almost setting new targets and setting new goals to go and achieve it's actually probably in a good way i would say of doing it you know that you can you're not foolishly wasting your your resources on areas that you don't need to you you have a clear goal to get to to get the next set to get to the next level you know that's actually probably a good way of doing it to set it out for yourselves yeah and it's exactly and it's a lot of excitement as well within the team i feel when you have those goals you reach them and you hear matthew coming back saying you know we've got this yeah uh, drive it on to the next one exactly. <laughs> yeah. happiness over <laughs> uh, you, sorry, sorry go ahead I was just saying it was, um, I, I think as well, it's a lot to do with um, a plan, like in terms of what I've learned about trying to scale a business, um, you, you can have a kind of a goal or a vision that you want to do, but um, you might not know how exactly to to achieve it. And uh, I think, you know, especially in something like the sales, we were, we were experimenting basically. Um, in terms of how how do we get sales? What's the best sign up flow, et cetera, et cetera? Um, whereas now, you know, we we feel we have a more set sales process in place, and once you have those processes, 
then I, I think then you're in a position to hire because if you know the process, then you can just multiply it really. But it's, it's when we were at a stage beforehand when we didn't know the process, that's when, that's when we had to you know, follow that exactly as you were saying, the kind of the milestone method. I think there's a, there's probably been a few people noticing that you're doing very well. Did I see you got nominated recently for a startup company there? Uh, we did yeah we did so we did uh which was which was uh we were quite surprised <laughs> we were delighted anyway to be to be uh to be in it so yeah no it was great i'd say that was great to, to raise a bit of publicity though about what you were doing well this is this is as we're saying this is another kind of thing that um you know it's just it's just kind of new to us that we need to learn an awful lot more is kind of this this whole um like pr marketing that kind of thing um it's it's kind of a new game again to all of us. And as you were saying, you know, there's been, there's been one or two things where we've popped up, but to, to kind of really push it on um, is something that we're definitely still learning a lot about. Um, but yeah, no, we're, we're hopeful at least now anyway, that we've got, um, we've gotten in with um, a couple of larger businesses as they were in um, with Enterprise Ireland's uh, high potential startup unit now. Um, and, We've got a few other kind of things lined up so that we're we're um, hopeful anyway that we'll be able to push that stuff in the right direction. But yeah, it's um, it's just a different game. It's very kind of it's new and it's strange. Yeah, no, it's, it's my pretty. First podcast, anyways. <laughs> What's that? First podcast that I've ever done. <laughs> oh, brilliant, brilliant. Um, you mentioned there a few minutes ago loyalty. What does that mean? Like, I think you know a lot of people talk about loyalty, and we've always you know we've had loyalty cards now for you know, you know, as in awareness of loyalty cards for a good few years now. But how important is that to you? Like, what do you, what do you find businesses look for in loyalty? I, I just think it's kind of, it's forgotten nowadays. Like, you know, you think about like, realistically in your game, what you're doing is there's customers out there that are after, you know, let's say what is they're investing in a business 10 times and then they get a little reward. That's the basis of a loyalty card, whatever it is, five, six times, whatever it is. But what does, what, when you hear loyalty, what do you think, what, what do you think of, what does it mean for you? To, to me, and then I'm sure Ella, Ella will have a slightly different take on this, but for me, it's been a learning curve for sure. And the main thing that I've taken is that the, um, that exactly as you, what you were talking about, we, we call them now rewards cards. Uh, rather than loyalty cards, because you're rewarding someone for their um, for their business, but just in having that card isn't going to make someone loyal to your business. So you're incentivizing them to come back and make repeat purchases, but it's it's deeper than that. I believe you know it's it's more to do with you have to you have to have a personal connection to the customers. Um, and if you're at a stage where the customers will go out of their way. Um, you know, will walk past any other competitors to come to your location, or if they hear that the business is in trouble, that they'll go out of their way to support the business. That's when you've got a loyal customer base. And what we've definitely learned is that that comes from connecting, um, connecting the customers to the people behind it, or the story behind it, those kind of things. So you know, if if um, and this you you see this a lot in kind of more local communities is that's where you you see these relationships that have already formed and so that's why as we we're saying we're trying to put a lot of emphasis on um the profile and sort of being able to being able to introduce you in the beginning to to what this business is all about what it stands for what like the people 
believe in um, a little bit about their product. And, you know, it was, it was kind of, it was um, really, really interesting to, to just meet different people and you see the level of care, et cetera, that goes into what they do. Um, and it, so it like, I suppose there's no other word for it other than it kind of inspires you, if you know what I mean. When you see, yeah. you yeah. might walk past a lot of these places and you kind of take them for granted. Then you start talking to the people who run them and you see how much they put into it. And, you know, I know for sure that anyway, that it makes me kind of like, you, you get so fond of the place then and you want to come back and you want to see them do well and you want to support them. So to me, yeah, it's about connecting the customers to the people behind the business. Um, but yeah. I'm not yeah, sure I, 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 don't add a word <laughs> I think you summed it up perfectly um Maddie and like getting a brand across on our platform as well you know I think social media is great for people promoting their branding but like with squid as well you can post your images and things like that and tell your story you know your ethos your your location everything like that you can describe and add, add images too so yeah really connecting um your customers to your your story I suppose yeah I think that's so important because I think especially nowadays with everything that's going on and coming out of that, you know, people, people are, there's been, there's been a whole movement over the last 12 months to support local and, you know, gift local and buy local and just support your local businesses. You know, look, there is multinationals in small locations as well. There is people in those companies that are living locally as well. So there's an argument for that as well. But I think to have that locally independent owned business, you know, I think they're fantastic to see, as you said, Matt, to get in, get to know them, you know, you know, you get to know them on a first name basis, you know, they're asking you how, how are things next time you come in, they know your story, you know, their story, you can't beat that. And I think having an app like this in tangent with it, you know, uh, you know, and helping the business where it's with their social media, uh, you know, it's all part of their whole marketing strategy. I think it is fantastic. And, and, and I think you're, you're going down definitely the right avenue with it in terms of that relationship marketing and and you know the brand awareness of this local business yeah well as, as you were saying it's kind of uh it's it's something that you can't you can't replace i don't think the interpersonal relationship so we've got to be we've got to be aware of that and we, we're not trying to replace it we're trying to just as i say give give people um give people um, a kind of a, a, a heads up, I suppose, in terms of what the business stands for. And then you, the more you learn about the business, it, it hopefully makes you um, feel like the company is more approachable and something that you kind of, you want to buy into their, into their loyal customer base. You want to become a part of, of um, that business's sort of community. But as you were saying, you know, it does scale up to like uh, big multinationals. There's lots of brands, like it's, it's, probably a personal thing again if you know what I mean what brands people do and don't like but like yeah. uh I'm trying to think of um you know something like uh for me I'm, I'm mad about uh cars so there's a couple of like um car brands and stuff that I I got into so much more after finding out a bit about their story and finding out about their kind of their origins and why mm. they're trying to build the cars in this way and that way and then yeah there's still you know some massive corporation but if I see there's one a, go there's past, a story behind it yeah yeah exactly I buy into that kind of like the, the what it all stands for and the kind of the pride they take in their products etc um and so I think you know in that sense that is something that you can you can capture that and um and be able to promote that out to people's customers while also mm -hmm. having added extras in there like you know being able to communicate with them um being able to to reward them for for their purchases 
Um, and then, you know, there's the other side too, where you can learn a bit about your customers through, through yeah. something like this. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. So you mentioned, so you're off live, I wouldn't say live in the highlight in London because you can't probably do a whole lot over there, but, um, what is the plan? Um, so others, obviously you're looking after a lot here, you have a new team coming on board, you're going to drive it a little bit further. Are you hoping to roll this out? Yeah. You know, yeah. Further than the, the plan for this year is to really focus on expansion further across the UK, um, ideally Australia and Canada as well um, would be our main focuses. But anywhere that we can expand to, we are more than willing to throw, throw a squid tag. Um, out to, are, are you outside of Ireland anywhere at the moment? We, we are in the UK. Um, we have a, a growing presence in the UK. Um, the plan is to get into, as I mentioned, Australia and Canada soon enough. Um, Hopefully things can relax travel-wise so we can get out there ourselves and get back to knocking on doors. Yeah, I think it's great. And, and what? And how have you found it over in the UK being responsive to, like, do you go down the route of saying it's an Irish brand or do you kind of keep it general when you're, when you're selling it, Matt? Um, it's a bit of it's a bit of both to be honest. Like we're definitely we're not trying to hide, you know, <laughs> what what we are, um, yeah. and we are an Irish brand. But um, I think like you know when we're selling, uh, we do focus more on the value proposition of the product. Yeah. So uh, we've got a few guys who've just again like it's all it's all very new this month. So um, we've got a couple of guys who are working with us, uh, but they've just started up. Um, Ella got all the sales over here initially from Ireland. Um, so she was able to get places set up in London, um, Wales, uh, Northern England as well. Uh, got one in the Isle of Man, which I always thought was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. I, don't know how, I don't know how you managed to do that. But, um, I viewed it as a, is it a scratch map, you know, you've got to tick all these locations off. Isle of Man is a nice one to conquer. <laughs> a pin in every country when you're done. Yeah, exactly. But it's it it is it's interesting that like they're they're different. The way the the business is operated is, is very different. And you know, places like London, obviously, it's a massive, um, what is one of the largest cities I suppose in the world. But uh, it's you know, so what they what they experience as a business owner over here is very different to what a lot of Irish businesses would see. Um, and so we have to take that into account in terms of. Uh, anything that we might need to change in the product, but also in terms of how we how we sell it to them. So you know, it's just it's just sort of thing. You can kind of, as Ella was saying, you can pick up business to business what they um, what their focus is, whether it's you know something more on the kind of the um, analytical side or whether it's on a kind of a promotion of their brand. All of it together, obviously, would be one of the main things we're trying to do. Um, but but yeah, so it's been um, it's been it's been good. We've got we've got good we've got a good few places coming online in um, Oxford and Cambridge. Funnily enough, that's just because where those were where the guys were based. Um, and then we've got some more coming on in in London too. And again, we're kind of just looking at trying to get um, where we've got a kind of a new referral system um, for businesses and for app users where they can sign up a business and get paid for it. Um, and so we're trying to promote that again. This is a this is a this month thing, so it's very it's very new. Um, but we're trying to promote that and roll that across um, different parts of the UK and Ireland as well. I think it's fantastic though, and I'm like I, I've only kind of obviously with the with the pandemic, you know, you can't go too far. But like I've seen a couple of places around, you know, Cork using it, which is fantastic. Like um, like you have Jukes and 
uh, Duke's Coffee, you have um, Lara out in the, the Doha out in Douglas, you know, so it's great to see it, you know, popping up in places, you know, I would imagine it's even a great feeling for you just to pop around Dublin or wherever you're going and just see it on the counters, like, you know, it's, it's a great feeling to actually see it, it working, you know. I know, yeah, going from the first 10 places now to to the 330 it is it is yeah it's kind of surreal seeing it in spots and actually interestingly sales wise if we tend to get one place in a certain location you know people do hear about it and they start reaching out you know ireland's great for that kind of you can't be you can't beat word of mouth like really you can't no matter what it is word of mouth will always do you do you the world of good like so so i said when you came down to me first you know i I don't know how many you had at that time but i've definitely seen a more noticeable presence in the last few months and it's great even with the pandemic you know it's great to see that a few places are are, are taking a chance on, on a business like this as well, you know, because as you already said at the start, it's not the time that a lot of businesses are willing to take risks or try new things because they don't know what's going to come down the line. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's for us trying to, trying to show that we're trying to, you know, that we're, we're trying to work alongside them and, uh, and help them, I suppose. So, you know, in terms of it being something which is going to help your business and not a risk to your business like which is why you know we have things like a free trial built in so that they can try it and get you know get a bit of traction going on it before um before before they pay basically brilliant guys i want to say thanks very much um i've gotten a great bit of uh, information and insight into squid from that so as you already said there if businesses are wanting to give it a trial or wanting to get in touch or customers want to try it out what's the best way to find you yeah so you can um pop onto our website um, which is squidloyalty.ie um, and you can sign up to our 30-day free trial there and then um, if you want to catch myself via email it's ella at squidloyalty.ie and Matthew I'll let you yeah no mine's the same Matthew at squidloyalty brilliant guys thanks very much and continue success with the business and I look forward to seeing it going from uh, strength to strength over the coming months and years thank you so much for having us on it's been great